Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365, it's day number 331. Today you are joining me on the treadmill as I work out my sore legs and uh, I wanted to talk about Bruce Buffer. Um, so I just posted the post with Bruce yesterday and he's an interesting man. So Bruce Buffer is the man that you hear often in the front of this podcast where he says introducing <laughs> ah, me basically and he's uh, the official UFC octagon announcer where he says it's time and he's a, a really really clever business person so I met him and he recorded the video for me over in LA last year and he is the half-brother, step-brother, half-brother, half-brother of uh, Michael Buffer who is the uh, announcer for the wrestling and the, uh, the boxing and he's made something like $428 million just from being the ring announcer and saying, yeah, let's get ready to rumble. And uh, they came up with a whole bunch of merchandise to help promote Michael's brand, which was like little silly things you would think, but like key rings and and t-shirts and mugs, uh, uh, movie appearances, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. It's made a massive massive brand. Now they didn't know each other from birth. They only discovered each other 25 years later and uh, then they connected and then Bruce got involved with managing Michael's career and then out of that he then fell into uh, being the UFC octagon announcer and Listening to him speak and uh, you know about what he's done and what he's got planned and everything, he's got his own book out there. Uh, he's got his own website. Uh, it's really, really creative and interesting. And uh, you know, it was great. A great being able to listen to him. He's uh, got a background in martial arts and and so forth. And he's absolutely fanatical about his. Uh, nutrition and and training and stuff. He actually apparently regularly works out at Gold's Gym where I work out in Venice, California. I didn't see him there uh, but uh, he works out there and I've seen some photos of him online working out. Well, he caught up with Jean-Claude Van Damme, the martial arts uh, wizard from Brussels um, and they've done a workout together uh, at Gold's, and uh, yeah, he's uh, absolutely fanatical about his his training. It was it was really good to to hear about that. And when I got back, I did some research about him and and um, read read up about him too. So he he basically eats every three to four hours, which gives him about five meals a day. Uh, he. He gets up a bit later than I thought he would. He gets up about 8.30. And um, then he has a, a man after my own heart, a veggie omelette for 
breakfast. He has oats as well, like oatmeal or porridge. And then he heads off to the gym for two hours, apparently. Which, uh, to be honest, I think in, in my retirement time, I probably spend a lot more time in the gym uh, than I currently do, just because it's such a great place. I love it. I'm, I'm not in the studio at the moment, so I'm, I'm on the treadmill in the gym. It's wet outside, and uh, I needed to have a break. I've been working pretty solidly for the past six hours, so I needed to, to break the shoulders and the, the lower back seizing up. So I thought I'd come here and get some exercise in a motivating environment. Yeah, I can see myself spending a lot more time in the gym as I get older, I think. And uh, yeah, so he does his two hour workout. So what that involves, he does weights, he does cardio. Uh, he's, he seems to be big on his stretching too. I guess that comes from his martial arts and wanted to say nice and limber. He's a pretty strong dude. And he's about 180 centimetres. So what's that make him around six foot, I suppose? And uh, yeah, then he comes home, he has his protein shake, normally uh, with blueberries or something in it. And then he throughout the, the day, and I was interested to hear like why, the, why he travels, while he travels, uh, for these UFC events. Because he can be doing them in uh, you know, various different states of the US and different countries. You can't really rely on all the food. So he takes a bunch of protein bars with him, which is exactly what I do. And he, he says he's partial to a club sandwich. But he does say a modified club sandwich, so he takes out the third bit of bread, so it's only two. And they put an egg or something in it for him as well. And he says he likes to carve up before uh, the events that he does, because he said they do require quite a lot of energy. Uh, he's, uh, it might seem surprising, I mean, he gets paid about $100,000 just for saying it's time, but. Uh, I guess the reality is that he actually, he spends about six to eight hours there on a day of, a, day of an event, uh, preparing and being backstage and all that kind of stuff. And because his voice is so important, he's got to really nurture his voice as well. So make sure that he, he rests up the night before and there's a particular brand of lozenger that he, that he takes after his throat if he's feeling a little bit sore. Uh, he says he stays off energy drinks unless he's big into poker, apparently poker tournaments. So unless he's playing a, a poker tournament, he needs a bit of a pick-me-up. But otherwise, he, he stays away from it. And he's a believer in cutting out uh, like your high-energy carbs after 6 o'clock. Um, because he's not working out, burning it off later in the day, so uh, not, to, not to have them. Um, uh, my only disagreement with that is depending on when you do a workout. So if you're doing a workout at that time of the night, then you, you absolutely need them in. Uh, but otherwise, I get it. And uh, yeah, so he's having about five a day, plenty of protein bars. He said there's, uh, which I guess you would expect, he said like behind the scenes of the UFC, there can be a lot of food backstage, but he said he doesn't normally touch it because it's not exactly what he's, what he's looking for. So he um, plenty of water and protein bars, it seems, uh, that he has. 
So I, I do find it interesting when I come across somebody that is virtually living the same way that, that I do. And uh, it really resonates. I mean, he talks about, you know, feeding yourself in small meals, portion control is really big for him, but small meals throughout the day so that you have that sustained energy. And obviously, if you're, you're entertaining thousands of people and millions around the world, then he's got to be on his A-game with his voice and uh, all that kind of stuff. So he absolutely needs to be completely energised and healthy, which sometimes I think you probably don't consider that when somebody is just talking. Uh, but you need so much, so much energy. And I look at uh, Tony Robbins, for instance, if you've ever been to one of his events, like he's unleashed the power within they can go for 16 hours. And he's up the whole time. Yes, he ducks off stage for every now and then. He's got his, um, his supplements and he's very big into the greens. Um, he'll have his green drink. He'll have a toilet backstage so he can duck back there and, and go to the lawyer, the loo and, and come back out. But, uh, you know, to be that fired up for that many hours is a really big effort. Now, I am a believer in that he would be powered by uh, the adrenaline of being on stage and the reaction that he gets from the crowd as well. Uh, but he's also responsible for generating that, that mood with the kind of party atmosphere that uh, he creates at the events. And let's face it, he's a great speaker. He's a, he's a really great speaker. So. Um, that certainly helps get the, the energy up. So I was uh, I was reflecting today uh, about about Bruce uh, because I posted it yesterday. And um, you know what are we? Six months later, and uh, uh, every now and then I have to pinch myself to think that you know I've met. I've met Bruce, I've met all these other superstars, all the ones that I'm still yet to post. I'm trying to do one a week uh, with the celebrities, so I've still got a whole bunch more that I don't need to post yet. Um, I think the next one I might do is George Ross. I mean, he's a, such a compelling story for, for him, so I'm looking forward to uh, posting that one. Uh, but, yeah, it's so amazing to meet these incredible people. I feel so privileged um, and I was surprised actually about Bruce. Now one of the other people, there was a few of them that came out together, they were on our panel, it was him and Michael Irving. Uh, Michael Irving a, a Hall of Fame NFL player which doesn't mean a lot to us here in Australia but big over in the US and unfortunately, I'm not quite sure why, but he didn't stay around for photos afterwards. Um, so I didn't get the chance to get my, my photo with him. Uh, but he was really great too. Probably out of the, my whole time over there, the ones that uh, were surprising were uh, Vanilla Ice. Uh, he was one that was really surprisingly good. Uh, Bruce Buffer was uh, really fantastic. And uh, Michael Irving was fantastic as well. Just the amount of you know, value that they, they brought uh, to the, the discussions about anything. 
without being asked was really, really amazing. So um, it was, it was really, just really a great, you know, a great experience all rounds. And I, I think I'm going back this year. They haven't announced who, who will be there. Um, I think because they're trying to avoid some of the security issues that they had last time, as well as the fact that um, people tried to bring down the, the event uh, by making up fake stuff about the whole thing, and uh, that was really disappointing. So um, obviously we knew last year, I mean, I'm going anyway. Um, last year, before the event finished, they did talk about Will Smith being there, which um, that would be amazing. Uh, I know that their number one chess player in the world is going to be there. I think he's a Russian, Russian guy, so that will be interesting. Um, and apparently they've got a, a big lineup uh, again. Now he's saying that this will definitely be the, the last one this time um, because it's funny, it's just, yeah. so what JT has to do to fill this event, two and a half thousand people, is go around the world and effectively selling uh, you know, tickets and spots on the stage to help pay for the celebrities and all that kind of stuff. And for me, this year I'm just doing the celebrities, I'm not speaking on stage, or at this stage, unless something changes there, but I'm not expecting to. And, uh, yeah, so I just don't know who I'm going to meet, but I'm so looking forward to it. And it's only, what we well, mid sort of May-ish. And uh, the fact that it's, it's coming up in, no, uh, in November, it's just so super exciting and such great networking opportunities. I mean, I went there last year. Um, I guess, like anything, you, I know where everything is this time. Yeah, all the shops. I know that the I've got a better gym this time. Um, I've already got some some things set up when I'm over there to to meet with people and do some interviews for a podcast and and so forth. So it'll be really exciting. I did hear uh, whether he let it slip or not on one of the uh, podcasts that JT does on his three six five. He mentioned that Tony Horton was going to be there. So he has mentioned before that Tony Horton's a mate of his. Um, so he's going to be up on stage at, at some point. So he might be doing uh, one of the workouts. So JT did his, um, he's got his own workouts called uh, busylifeworkouts.com. And JT himself actually doesn't like working out. He says in fact he hates it. Um, but it's just him doing a workout each day for about 20 minutes. He never stretches or anything like that because so he's really tight um, he, he does these workouts and last year um, he, he did a couple they launched it uh, at mega success and so I went along to the couple of workouts that he did and uh, they were okay not my style of working out um, so I certainly wasn't planning to to do those workouts this year but if Tony Horton's there uh, then I certainly will I mean Tony Horton is you know, one of the biggest names in the world in terms of exercise. So he's got a whole bunch of his own programs and stuff. So 
Um, that'd be interesting. In fact, with the research that I had to do for my book, I had to say to the marketing team where, where I wanted my book placed, or where I thought it would be placed in a bookstore in New York and around the US. And I had to specifically look up book titles prices, all the details about the book and everything, the authors, and tell them the exact title, ISBN number, etc, etc. And one of the ones I picked was Tony Horton's. Uh, so there's a chance that my book might be sitting right next to his in a New York bookstore somewhere in Barnes & Noble. Uh, so that's, that's a unique experience as well. Just to think that the book will be in a bookstore in New York is amazing. So. Um, I'm very, very excited about that. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about what's coming up in six months' time, but I'm also excited about what's going to happen every single day between now and then. And uh, you know, I'm enjoying my workout here. And yes, I am just walking, but it's good for the hamstring because I'm feeling tight, and uh, my. My training is about to take a, take a little bit of a step up as well as my attention to my nutrition. Again, I'm going to just tweak it a little bit over this next, uh, next seven days to um, take things to a whole new level. Uh, so I'm going to experiment with a few things. So I'll tell you about those uh, you know, once, once I've started, maybe. I might go a week or so into it before I tell you what I'm doing and how I feel. Uh, but it is something new that I haven't tried before. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. So we'll see. We'll see what that brings. Always willing to try some different things that are, you know, quality products and proven and uh, have been around for a long time. And are safe, obviously safe. When I say safe, I mean, obviously safe uh, for my health, but also that they're, they're tested and they're proven to be safe for athletes. In other words, if I was going to compete in the Olympics, not that I'm going to, but if I was, uh, I would not be kicked out for taking a banned substance. Uh, they've, they've got a good track record and uh, there's some Olympic athletes that are, are taking them right now and being tested. Uh, so we can be pretty safe from that perspective. So looking forward to that as well. So I'm going to continue on my treadmill journey here as I warm up my hips and my back. And uh, you have a great day wherever you are. And I hope Bruce inspires you. Bruce's story inspires you. Maybe give some thought today. If you could meet two people, anybody in the world that's living at the moment, who would that be? Whether it be celebrity or otherwise, people naturally go to celebrities. It could be someone else. I think one I would like to, to meet before I finish would definitely be Oprah. Um, she'd be great. Um, Arnold is one on my list. I want to meet Arnold uh, before I die. I feel like I've met Tony Robbins. Um, I haven't actually shaken his hand or anything like that, but I feel like I, I've met him because I've spent so much time with him in my car and mind and watching videos and, and stuff but I guess he, he would be another one and I don't know they're probably the top ones to be honest 
They're probably the top ones. So who are yours? Who are yours? Give it some thought. Have a great day. Bye.